Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited you are here to talk about one of my most exciting topics. I know I say this about everything, right? But I have done so much work in this area. I've lived my own story and I am thrilled to share more information about your prefrontal cortex and why you need to know everything about it if you are ready to take action on your dreams. So here we go, sweet friends. Without further ado, I believe that our prefrontal cortex is our superpower. So I want to discuss the 11 functions of our prefrontal cortex and what it means to struggle in one of the areas of, of, of what um, our executive function and, and or more, one or more of the areas um, and what we see ourselves as doing when we engage or disengage our prefrontal cortex to change our life. So I started out teaching um, about the prefrontal cortex as an ADHD and productivity coach, and I use this now in cognitive behavioral uh, uh, coaching to change lives. So I am going to be super focused because, of course, you guys know I want to talk to you about all the areas of your brain and what is going on and why it's doing it. But as most people say, we don't have time for that. We're here to get like the bottom line and know that if this is a topic you want more information on or have questions, I am always available for you to send me messages on Facebook at Lives of Courage or on Instagram. You can also go to my website, jessicastong.com for more information. I have blog posts about it. I have various ways for you to learn more about this. So when we understand um, that I am simplifying this material because I do not want you to get overwhelmed. We know our brains are always looking for ways to quit and to shut down because there's so much information. And I want you to have this information because there's such power, but please understand that uh, this will be a very simplified um, a version. And as you know, if you've watched me or heard me speak before, I use Dr. Daniel Siegel's hand model of the brain to explain everything, like how our prefrontal cortex works, where it's at in our brain, um, our brainstem, our, that primitive part of our brain that alerts us to danger, that wants us to seek pleasure and avoid pain, and really what that looks like. And then we have that limbic system that uh, amygdala, the uh, like we get, this is our emotional control area. So when we like blow our lids, we get overwhelmed, we get overworked, we get confused, we're just all in feeling. 
we, we literally have no ability to engage or bring online our prefrontal cortex to make decisions, to, to help us mediate those feelings. So we have to really calm that that emotional center down um, and, and that primitive negative Nancy, Nancy part of our brain to really engage our prefrontal cortex to help us, to help us make decisions. So I wanna just quickly describe um, all the skill areas of the prefrontal cortex. This is gonna be a lot of information, but when you start hearing them, you're like, oh, that's it. That's what's going on. And I want you guys also, also to understand this. You are capable of rewiring your brain. I lived with the limited belief that I was born with ADHD. So my story was always to be overwhelmed. And of course, I then like made it more positive and said, I'm spontaneous and creative and fun. I know that if you do the work, you can rewire your brain at any point and you can you learn strategies and you can, you can learn tools to really engage your and, and rewire your brain. But here's what I want to tell you is that this takes work. You have to be committed. You cannot think that there will be some tool that will magically get you to do all of this work. You're going to have to be so committed and recognize the way your brain, that primitive part of our brain is trying to undermine our change, our growth, our experience, our future focus, our commitment to our goals. And we're using the prefrontal cortex. If you're not watching this and you're listening to it on the podcast, I always tap my forehead to remind my prefrontal cortex, I need you now, I'm ready to quit because I'm listening to that primitive part of my brain. And so I just take it. Um, I got that from a sweet client. My, my son, who is 11, but has known this for how long? I can't remember. He, we will um, like flip our lid for when he's in that emotional response, like he's been activated, he's seen danger that wasn't there, but his brain's telling him it's danger. And he, he reacts with all the emotional vigor and that only an 11 year old could or teenager could. At this point, we will um, use our hand. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's really you've made a fist with your thumb inside your fist. And you're lifting up your four fingers. So you can really see that that prefrontal cortex is when you're making a fist is those knuckles, the front facing knuckles. I mean, obviously, I'm not very well versed in, uh, in dis descriptions of things, but I'm trying here. And then you, when you flip your lid and react emotionally or react, like give in to that that pleasure seeking part of you or the, that the primitive response to avoid pain, um, you, you flip your lid and you, you have to bring that prefrontal cortex online. How you do that? I'll get to that. Right. I will not let you down. So, so really it's, it's the most evolved part of us. It's super awesome. And here's 
the executive skills. So the first is response inhibition, and this is the capacity to think before you act. We see this, you will see that like, this can be um, for children, like of course, they're all trying to learn to think before they act. But here's the deal. We know our prefrontal cortex doesn't fully develop till 25, but you still see adults that have a hard time thinking before they act. And that I believe, like when we are telling our primitive part of our brain or that emotional part of our brain in the middle of our fist, that we are not, like we have no control over what we are doing our actions, we're just giving in to every urge, we are, we have a challenge with response inhibition. And I believe that you rewire your brain by being so aware, so mindful, you're reviewing the thoughts you have that lead to the emotions, which lead to the action you take. You're going to decide ahead of time with your prefrontal cortex what action you're going to take and what thoughts you need to have. So this is like, this is the way we, we wire in response inhibition, um, like really strengthening that executive skill that's mediated in our prefrontal cortex. And I'm focusing on adults here, but I have a past podcast on kids that I will link to. So you can get that on it. Um, that information. The uh, another executive skill is working memory. So really, the idea that we can hold information in our memory while performing contact complex tasks. I always say this: I live. Not only do I have ADHD, I have a dear husband with executive function challenges, and I have two children. Um, Theo's too young to be diagnosed, but I mean, he has two parents, right? So like Henry, and then, and so I will often like laugh. I'll say to my husband, do this, this, this. And he's like, what was even the first thing you told me? So we know that when we have a working memory gap, it's totally fine. We write things down. We, we, we rewire our brain. We create strategies around this gap. We don't call it a deficit. We can call it a check, whatever you want to call it, but you're going to like create detours around it. So think about working memory and how that might impact your experience. The other executive skill is emotional control, really the ability to manage our emotions in order to achieve goals. Complete tasks, get it done, controller direct behavior. We talk about this in the Courageous Life Society, and I talk this about this a lot in my individual one-on-one -on -one coaching. I know that when you are, you flipped your lid, you are all in that firestorm of emotion. And what you need to do is, we've talked about this on the podcast as well, like you need to learn how to feel your feelings get in regulation, get in, in, in like integrity, and then bring in that prefrontal cortex to control your emotional experience. And that comes from what? Like feeling your feelings, then identifying the thoughts that are triggering those emotions and deciding other thoughts to have. But when you don't see an option, you're going to always believe that you have to respond 
to your emotions. You have to overreact. You have to, in, you have to sit in inaction. And so really this skill is mediated by your prefrontal cortex. Okay, I never know uh, where to look. Do I look up at the camera? Do I look at the screen? Oh, friends, if you're watching this on the, or listening to it on the podcast, it's so much better, right? So then another executive skill, sustained attention. <laughs> um, the capacity to maintain attention, attention to a situation or a task or a project in spite of fatigue, boredom, distractibility, lack of control. And like, it's fascinating to watch this in, in, in like, are we sustained in our attention and intention, right? To our goals. And we'll get to this later, but like, can you keep going or are you on um, getting ready to record a video? And then you're like, oh, I need to check social media. Just think about it. And, and really, again, I see this, I feel like too much, but I'm going to say this again. We are not blaming ourselves at all in this work. We're just saying, hmm, let's fancy that. Like, this is such good information so that I can use it to change my life. Right? We're just being super kind to ourselves. The next is task initiation. This executive skill is mediated in our prefrontal cortex the ability to begin projects with undue procrastination in an efficient and timely fashion. So you guys know, I um, really like uh, Mel Robbins. Is it Mel Robbins? Five, four, three, two, one. Like you're going to just do it. And I also believe that when you plan out ahead of time, you will just start making it a habit to follow what you're going to do for the day. So you don't need to test, you don't need to use that um, prefrontal cortex to get that task started. You st over time, 66 days, you will get to the point where that is habitual and you don't have to initiate that executive skills task initiation each time you need to do something on your calendar or to-do list. Oh, guys, or that each time you need to do something. Okay, so guess what the next one is? Um, the next executive skill is planning and prioritization. The ability to create a roadmap, so planning, and then deciding what's a priority to complete a task, a project, a goal. And it really involves making decisions on what's important to focus on and what's not important. Again, this is learnable. This is trainable. This is like brain work. But here's what I also want to say is that so many people think, well, it hasn't worked in the past, but they're trying to use their own methods or they're trying to use outdated methods. And so when we understand the way our brain works, we can then use that prefrontal cortex to stop problems ahead of time and learn how to plan. Oh, this is, this is something that I feel very strongly about because this is, so as I've self-disclosed, I didn't self-diagnose, I was diagnosed, thank you, uh, self-disclosed that I have ADHD and have had it. And um, it was just 
a quirk. It's never medicated. It, it was just a quirk of mine. I was super fun. I was just the life of the party, right? I had no ability to organize and trying to get through graduate school was very challenging, right? But I, uh, anyway, when we think about organizing, we think about the ability to create and maintain systems to keep track of information, materials, la la la, or even like organize a space. A space, I still look at I'm organizing a space, but really like our brains are, 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 we need our prefrontal cortex for that. And sometimes we're like, what, where do we even start? How do we even get organized? And so that's where we see like organizers that come in, but when your brain doesn't know how to organize information, you will have a hard time if you haven't learned how to work with that prefrontal cortex, you will have a hard time even keeping up unless they are well explained and that you've been able to change your thoughts and emotions about this action of the action of organization. So not only is it a skill, it's an action. So I want you to think about how that might be showing up. Uh, next executive skill is time management. So here's what I find fascinating. It used to take me 70 hours to do one project. And I, I see that often that, um, and, and this is really the capacity to estimate how long, how much time something will take, how much time someone has, how to allocate it, how to stay within the time limits and deadlines, even the sense that time is important. And I was always so anxious about time management that it did, that it, it, it did, it had the opposite. So I was just in that um, emotional firestorm that I wasn't able to like use my prefrontal cortex to be like, okay, skip task initiation. Let's get to work. Let's do this. So I also highly um, encourage you to really look at time. I know that when a client is ready, I will ask them um, to do a time inventory to really ask, like show their brains where they're spending the time, where they're not. Notice I say when they're ready, because if they are not ready to confront that they have control over everything, if they are still in the place where they're blaming other people, they're blaming their circumstances, I'm like, buddies, we got to start where you're at and slowly move forward. So I do not suggest this right off the bat. I do not suggest that for those of you at home who are unable to even, even look at your time. So you have to do pre-work to get to that point. Um, you guys have heard me uh, joke that I, I offered uh, to my husband when we were dating uh, a time inventory log because I thought it would be super helpful because one of his executive deficits is is knowing how much time something will take or even like just getting it done in the amount of time <sighs> that did not go over well so please do not also get this information and decide that you're going to help others <laughs> because you know I'm a coach and we just sometimes just want to help so much so I really want you to think about time management and if that is um, a, a skill area that 
you might struggle with or be challenged by and what that means. So I want you to think about that. So I also want you to think about goal-directed persistence, the capacity to have a goal, follow through to completion and not be put off by competing interests, like not be put off by distraction or urges that are for short-term relief of discomfort so that you you lose out on that long-term gain. And so really when we're when we're allowing our primitive brain to drive the, us and probably for so long when we bring that prefrontal cortex back online around goal-directed persistence people will often say to me I'm so tired I'm cognitively overwhelmed. And it's true we're used our brains want to conserve energy. So when we're using that prefrontal cortex, we're exhausted. So the methods and the tools I teach are to help you decide ahead of time at 3 p.m. on a Sunday or whatever your weekly planning session is so that you don't have to decide all the time about everything. And that moment by moment, when you have urges, when you have your commitment to that goal, your persistence, that skill of goal-directed persistence is not in question because you're not too tired about making decisions all day that you can say, nope, I'm, I'm in it for the long-term gain of my commitment, my goal, my result, my project. So it really, it's fascinating to think about this. I also see flexibility as um, executive skill. Um, I don't, I don't just see it. Researchers <laughs> demonstrate it. I was like, but um, it's really the ability to revise plans uh, in face of obstacles, new information, or mistakes. But that's not really it. It's really adaptability to changing conditions. So much, we get stuck in our thoughts and we do not see them as optional. And so most of us have uh, the, the executive skill of flexibility is sorely lacking in adults today. We're like, this is the way, this is the only way, my thinking's the right way and it's the answer. And so when we then start to question that, we're like, oh my gosh, there's so many different ways of thinking about this. Okay, finally, I, I didn't count those. Like, are we at 11? I should have been counting on my hands or like writing it down. Um, is metacognition. Oh, guys, thinking about your thinking, right? Like, this is a big deal. The Ability to stand back and take a bird's eye view of oneself in a situation. It's the ability to examine how you problem solve, self-monitoring, self-evaluation skills. How am I doing? Um, we expect this of children. Like, why did you do that? And we do not have the skill ourselves. Oftentimes, I will have um, clients when I was doing, it was when I was doing specifically ADHD work, and they weren't willing to to confront their thinking about it, they'd say, well, this isn't working. No, what are your thoughts about why this isn't working? What are you not willing to, to, to do? But that comes from the thoughts of what you're telling yourself. And if you're not even able to like take a bird's eye view and see your thoughts, that's where the disconnect lies. Because we know our thoughts 
impact our emotions, which impact our actions, which impact our results. So we have to think about our thinking and our actions. And so often we lose that skill and we don't, we're like, I don't know why I just ate what I ate. I don't know why I just didn't follow through. If we do the work, you will figure out why. And that's why I think working with a coach one-on-one or in a group coaching is like, I see that I have the choice. And so many times we don't give ourselves the choice. We don't see it as the choice to, to, and we're so inflexible that this happens. Okay. And then really stress tolerance, uh, the ability to thrive in stressful situations. This comes from emotional control, cope with uncertainty, change, performance demands. What, what are we experiencing in our life right now? That is all mediated by the prefrontal cortex. So we're like, we're so overwhelmed. So I say all of these skills to you so you can really understand what this part, like our prefrontal cortex is doing and understanding that there's really two areas of your brain, three areas of your brain that are really vying for uh, attention or like to be heard in your, in your brain. And I also want to say this, that we have two types of functioning thought processes. And really, I, right, we have, like, I'm specifically interested in your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, how you manage those thoughts. And I only want to to describe all of it to you so I can help you out. So we're going to be very clear here. And looking at automatic consciousness versus, like, our subconscious thoughts, like, and really thinking about how our brain is designed and how our brain is, is taking action. And, and also knowing this, that if you've listened to this uh, podcast or watched these videos, you know that your brain is always trying to be efficient. So when you go changing, it's like, no, this is too much cognitive load. This is too much work. Um, And so we're like, what? Like, I need, I need this to be easy. That's why when we do something, like we repeatedly do something, it becomes, we can relegate that to our like unconscious or the habits. And I want to talk about this, but knowing that I talked a lot already um, and I wanted to keep this very short to look at that, but I promise we will get into an unconscious thought exploration, but not in this podcast. We're just really focusing on that prefrontal cortex, right? Um, And and knowing that we're going to like engage the prefrontal cortex enough times to rewire our brain, to push it back to be a habit, to be those automatic. Um, And really knowing that a neuro habit is just a model that you've worked out, it's happening for you, you've just practiced it enough, it's serving you, it's helping you, it's making your life, so you don't have to think deliberately and use all that cognitive resources. Um, and, And really, we get to the point in this work when we understand, like, our, the tear process, our thoughts, our emotions, our actions, results, it's not like, oh, I gotta write it, like, you know, 
the process that you've just used, you can see your brain minute by minute. When you have an urge, you get, you use your prefrontal cortex to make a decision. You always, always follow what's on your schedule. You always eat what's on your protocol because you're like, I got this. If I ask you, like, I know you don't have it. And this is, was like very challenging for me. I know you don't have it on your protocol and I know you said you weren't going to do it, but do you want some wine or some buttercream cupcakes? That's what I miss the most. I don't do sugar. I don't do, except one time every two weeks or one time a week, depending on uh, what choices I make. And so I like, of, of course, like, and now I don't even have the thought like, I need my buttercream frosting or the cake, right? Like I, I've, I've put it as a habit so I don't have to make decisions. The other one was what I find we do is that we get into um, emotional firestorm. Like, ah, I'm overwhelmed. I'm fed up. The kids are annoying. My business isn't going like I wanted it to. We flipped our lid, don't have any prefrontal control. And we don't have emotional control. And so we will end up uh, buffer, we'll end up eating off our protocol. We'll end up drinking wine off our protocol because we're not able to bring engage that prefrontal cortex to help us with emotional control. Um, and we also know that it, we're just, our brains are so amazing. They're so fascinating. And when you learn about your prefrontal cortex and you know, you can tap it and be like, okay, I need, I need to think here. I need to be clear about what I'm doing. Um, we want to be able to use that PFC or executive functions. And you want to be able to lead with the best part of yourself. And the part of your brain that will serve you, serve your commitment to your results, to your goals, to the projects that we have in the Courageous Life Society, we're getting something done in 30 days. And we, when we understand that our brain's A, programmed to be efficient and B, that primitive part of our brain's designed to seek pleasure and avoid pain, we understand the real need for our prefrontal cortex. And, and how that impacts motivation. And we know that we need a commitment in order to, to use this energy, this cognitive energy to think on that higher level. When you're in the courageous life, like, I, I, I teach you. And this is the thing is like, I can teach you. You can hear this, but you, when you're ready, this work will happen. Oftentimes people don't understand the gap. They think, well, something's not working. I can't use my prefrontal cortex. Of course, it takes conscious effort and you have to be willing to like do the work. You're going to mess up. And that's okay. You're going to meet yourself on the other side. But the more work you do to feel your feelings and do all the things, you are going to change your life. And isn't that why we're here is to learn to be the best versions of ourselves and live the life we know we were meant to live. We are not meant to live mediocre, 
like fear-based lives. We are meant to go out there and like do it. So I am not going to let you quit, not let you quit on your commitments and your dreams because you are not willing to do the work to strengthen or engage or rewire your prefrontal cortex because you're telling yourself stories and you're having thoughts about your brain, about what's going on. And, and so I really want you to think about this, to, to, to do this work and to know that there is a world of support out there. And it doesn't matter if you are working on productivity if you're working on ADHD, if you're working on your business, you always use these 11 executive skills. You're, you're trying to change what you eat. You're trying to lose weight. You are using your prefrontal cortex to change your life, change your brain, change your life. You can do this work. You can rewire your brain and know that you are fully committed to your long-term goals, your long-term like life, because you are willing to engage your prefrontal cortex in the moment to, to mediate that primitive brain. <gasps> Sweet friends, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your time. Let me know if you have questions. Let me know if you have thoughts about this. If you enjoyed it, please share. Okay, sending you all hugs. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.